Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hello, you wonderful listeners. Thanks for joining us again for the National Flag Football League Wales Division podcast. Well, we've reached the halfway mark on our league season. And as it stands, we have a clear leader. Two teams in the hunt, two teams at 500. And a one-win team and a winless team just squabbling over that coveted wooden spoon. In terms of guests this week, let's be fair, you got treated last time out. Uh, so in, in order to redress the balance, we've got a rogues gallery of guests in comparison. First up, you wanted them, we wanted them. Well, after many calls and dealings with his agents and PA, it's a pleasure to welcome to the show Cardiff Hurricane Starting Centre and their big farmer hooker, Dr. Chris Jones. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dale. I love that. <laughs> uh, also joining us from the depths of Swansea City, via the only way is Essex. He's the epitome of metrosexual, and with his heritage, it makes sense of being a receiver. Uh, he's also... <laughs> He's also the resident statistician for Flag Football Wales. Welcome, Andrew Ream Cooper. Oh, uh, I'm going to stay muted before I uh, say something I shouldn't. Our third and final guest. Jesus, I've just realised it's a Wales League Flag Football podcast and I'm surrounded by Englishmen. Anyhow, residing in Cardiff, but originally from High Wycombe, he's a former Aylesbury Spartan. He's the Coyote Ted Honcho. He's their starting corner, and he's QB8 on the depth chart. <laughs> uh, please welcome Stone Cold Mike Austin. Yeah, hello. So uh, we'll we'll cut straight to the chase. Saturday, um, uh, it was Hurricanes 2 hosting, I believe. First game of the day was Hurricanes 2 against the Gwent Trojans. Uh, I can't even recall the score on this, so I'll defer this to Chris and Andy. If one of you want to take the ball and give us a brief rundown on what happened in that game. Well, I, I wasn't there for the game. I can tell you the score was uh, 31-0 to the Gwent Trojans, but I'll have to pass it over to Chris for the for the game. Well, I was actually kind of on the sidelines, walking back and forth and just helping uh, pick up little things. I thought, well, the Trojans as a team were just absolute unit, aren't they? To say that, that they don't train, just rock up on a, a, sunny, like a really hot, sunny day in Cardiff and they just play the way they do. They're just, they're, yeah, they're really good players. And uh, yeah, if uh, they ever want to uh, come down to Cardiff and play, more than welcome to have them. We'll poach we're ten, we're ten minutes into the recording, you're already recruiting, Chris. Well, I've got to have a look cheeky recruit, haven't I? Um, yeah. Well, as far as the H two goes, they yeah they play their absolute hearts out, and they are moving the ball. They're doing much better. They're working really hard in training. Attacking's getting better, and they're putting a much better performance performance against uh, the a really the stacked Trojans team um, than they did the uh, the first time they played them. So um, yeah, it was really good uh, as far as the H two are concerned. Trojans Trojans were expected to win. It's, yeah, it's going to happen. Well, I, all right. Here's my first contentious comment of the evening. Um, you see that, and yes, on paper, I'd agree with you. But when you actually saw the lineup, um, no Chris Jones, who was a massive part of their offense. Uh, Rich Harris carrying injury, so they played him a quarterback. And I've seen Rich play QB before. He's not shabby, but you know he's not the regular QB. So there's not much, perhaps, chemistry with the, the receiver QB connection. I thought they may have been a little upset somewhere along the line that day after you it, but I mean, they just turned up and it's business as usual. Yeah, they, they turned up and had a very good game. I mean, you know, he's, he might not be their regular QB, but he's played with them for a number of years. He knows what they're about and he can throw a ball, put it in the hands. And any of those guys, you get the ball into their hands with a bit of space, they're going to make people miss tackles and they're going to make yards. And uh, that's what he did, just 
systematically just dro- like drove them up the field. And uh, you know, they uh, H two had you know good tackles and uh, uh, you know tried tried to keep them out defensively, but um, just a bit bit too much, a uh, bit overpowered them uh, on the day, which was uh, you know was to be expected. Okay, so um, second game of the day. I'm assuming you were there for this one, Andy. Uh, was the Gators Blue against the Hammerheads? I will say that I've read your game report on your Facebook page, and I'm surprised that we were actually there. In reading it, um, it, it sounded like you know we sort of like rolled over and let you play and do whatever you wanted, judging by the the report that was written. I got to disagree with you there a little bit. Um, I believe in the report it states that in the first half we actually only went in one point up at the half, gave us a, a cracking game in the first half, scored on your first three possessions. Um, we replied as well. We got away with scoring uh, two extra points and you guys only scored one. Um, but it was very, very well contested in the first half. Um, we scored with a few seconds to go uh, and then we had a very lucky, or not lucky, but a very good interception from Josh um, to take it into the second half. And then we started with the ball. And you know Ash. Ash gets given the ball three, four passes later. We scored a touchdown. And then our defence just came out. And I mean, uh, did, did we shut you out in the second half? I'm just double checking no, now. You did not, no. No, we did not. You were, sorry, you did score a touchdown in the second half. Keenan, again, Keenan against us, just tore our defence apart a little bit. Um, he's it very much reminds me of, of you, Chris. He's very fast, very good at evading tackles. Um, and that's one thing we struggled with a lot pre-season and before um, in previous seasons as well is tackling a running back. Um, we don't necessarily use a running back that much, so maybe we're not used to practicing tackling um, when someone's running at us from behind the line of scrimmage, but Keenan just walked through our defence for one of the touchdowns, um, and I, I literally mean that, walked through our defence. Um, however, we turned out in the second half and put an extra well, another 20 points on the board to make it 40 to 27 to finish the game? The the, the two the two sort of comments or, or bits in it that, that flagged up to me was one was the backpack incidents. I, I have no idea what that was in reference to. Uh, so you perhaps you can enlighten me a minute. If it was Mark and Harley, the class where they fell over, I don't know. But the one thing that surprised me, given the admittedly biased feedback from my blue squad, comfortable win. From, from what I've gathered, we give you everything and more in the first half. And had it not been for two uh, lucky penalties, they were penalties, <laughs> so yes, fair enough. But if it wasn't for the two penalties on fourth down, you'd have been two touchdowns lighter. Absolutely. Um, I'd certainly one touchdown lighter. I'm not sure about the, the second one, but the first one, contact on the QB on a fourth down when it was dropped. Um, absolutely. And uh, all praise to Chris Jones. I own the tenor that I told him I'd play him before the game. <laughs> but, um, but no, absolutely. In the first half, it was not comfortable. Uh, and whether, I, I can't remember the report off the top of my head, I didn't write it, but whether it stated that the first half was comfortable, if it did, that's incorrect. Um, the backpack incident, I believe refers to when Harley scored an extra point, um, caught it over the line, and then I believe uh, Josh Corbett jumped onto his back, or didn't jump onto his back, but tried to go for the ball around both sides of Harley's body, hence the backpack comment. Um, and uh, Harley then turned around, didn't didn't realise he'd already caught the extra point, so turned around and then put the ball over the line with Josh on his back. 
Um, hence that <laughs> comment, which uh, the, the film was quite funny to watch as well. Um, the other one was with Harley running through the players with his hands in the air, as rightly so by Chris. It was oh, I'm called... not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even discussing that. We've had the oh, conversation, okay. and just just to put it right, because we've had the conversation internally. But what we've sort of like said as a coaching group to the players is. If you if you get in contacted, there's nothing wrong with sort of turning around and saying to the ref, "Ref, did you see that? You know, this is the first, second, third, tenth time it's happened. Yeah. I got no issue with that. But unless you've been right hooked, you don't drop to the floor and roll around just like you've just been <laughs> shot by a police sniper. <laughs> no, I completely completely agree with you. And to be fair to Josh, I you can't really see on the video how hard he was hit. Um, cause it, it happened behind Harley's arm, obviously, when he had his hands in the air. Um, he did hit the floor quicker than gravity. Um, but then again, slightly later on in the game, in fact, I'm pretty sure it was the next play, Jake and I both went up for a contested ball and I he jumped higher than me. His legs went out from underneath him and he hit the floor and, and got up fairly quickly. And uh, obviously, the, the questions were asked of the ref whether it was fair or not. And it was given again as 50-50. But it's... Flag is not a contact sport, obviously. However, you have to understand that there is going to be contact in this game. And the refs, as you rightly said, are there for you to say, did you see any contact? If they say no, you get on with it. Yeah, hey, Chris and I had a chat half-time in our game against the Coyotes with a potential sort of um, illegal pulling on the, the flag belt. I know what I saw. If Chris didn't see it, he didn't see it. I can't make him see what I saw. He can only call what he sees. Oh, absolutely. Mark Studley came up to me just after an incident on the sideline where um, I had stepped out of bounds after the incident, which was given in the end. But um, I just stopped because uh, Studley had hold of my entire shorts and not my belt. Um, and then he then let go, said sorry. And then I took two more steps forward and stepped out of bounds. It wasn't given as holding because Chris hadn't seen it and we have to accept that but then Studley turned around to me and went mate <laughs> I had nothing but your shorts and again that happens because in in this league you're not going to have the 10 refs that you need to keep track of every single incident and but mistake whether you whether you're the most experienced ref in the league or whether you're a first-time player you're gonna make mistakes you're not gonna see everything people standing on seven yard blitz lines are not seeing sort of like incidental contact, blitz impediment, which is essentially what they're there for. But it's going to happen. There's no point having tantrums and you know being upset at the refs because eventually people are just going to go, do you know what, I don't want a ref. But it, ha- it happens in every single sport. You look at Chiellini pulling Saka back on the red card offence yeah. in the Euro final when England should have won. Like it's, it just happens all over the place. So, and that's exactly why I said to Josh that you know if you've been if you've been clobbered, he said he got caught with the the edge of the elbow, and he said he didn't yeah. do it, and he didn't go down. And they said, that's fair enough. I said, if you want to go down, hold your head. I said, but you, you don't go rolling about doing forward rolls and all that. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, there's no place for it. There's no place for it in football. Never mind flag. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, the, the, we had that discussion. But, no, I was just... A, I was... I, I, had a, I had the different um, impression of what our guys said. They said, you know, that ultimately you took advantage of the opportunities and they were second half weren't as good as the first half. But... I, I just I seem comfortable, and I thought that's a bit harsh. We we came out in the second half. We uh, had one non-scoring drive um, in the second half. Uh, we had a end zone interception where we picked off uh, Liam in the end zone uh, when he was aiming for Jan to stop you from scoring. And we just uh, our flagging was better. We we didn't change the defense. If anything, we brought some rookies on to give them some game time. It's it just. It turned out that on the day in the second half, we continued the form we had in the first half and your guys dropped off a little I, bit. And, and I can't argue that. But like I said, when I go back to it and I look at the 
the the contact on the QB and then the um the illegal contact on Mark where I think he I think he said he stumbled but he did it Harley so you know the, the call's right even though it's un, it's unfortunate yeah yeah uh, but like I said take those two scores off the board and that's twenty seven twenty six gators <laughs> do you know what yep. I mean that's what so, that's all I was saying so those two scores guys um literally it was fourth down and uh, it was just a oh you were reffing were you yeah I was yeah. reffing oh, I was the one. Yeah, I was the one making all these calls, so I'm quite. Oh no, hey, we, we, had, we had no, we had no issues with the calls. The yeah. boy said that Jack made contact with Ash. And... Yeah, made contact. It was just, it was like, it was quite funny because you know they made all that effort. You kept him. He was still on the five yards, and then you got that contact in the QB, and you know they were just right outside of uh, of the first down, and then the uh, contact on Harley. I think Harley was slipped a little bit, but then uh, Mark, um, Mark also slipped, but rather than having his hands up, he grabbed the side of Harley's hips and kind of half pulled him down with him. He's and that probably was on... scared of breaking his hip on the way down. And that was on like third down and they only made two yards then. So it was just like little things like that that just allowed Swansea to just make those drives. I think they scored pretty much after each one of those penalties. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the Oscar incidents were, uh, were one thing as well because uh, they're like, oh, you elbowed me in the head. I was like, well, it's not Harley's fault that he's six foot seven and he's got his arms in the air. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. He, he's running with his eyes at the ball, trying to catch it, and you know, you, you're in the, you're there as well. It's accidents do happen, as well as uh, with you, Andy, uh, with your contested catch. Both people's eyes and hands were up for the ball. Go, for it. you weren't in it to hurt each other. It was like, absolutely. There was quite a few incidents of oh, he contact me, he contact us. Just like oh, calm down, guys. You know, it's you know, we're all just here to have a bit of fun. And oh, uh, I, yeah, I, it got a bit, it got a bit heated. And, and fair one to Mark Sudley, he um, he took your boys on the on the Gwent team back and calmed him down, and and everything resided well. So it was good, uh, good, good leadership from Mark there. I have to be said, and uh, it'll calm down and, re- and resume. Anyway, let's let's move on from that. But like, I I was pleased with the the scoreline and and. It was a shame that we we weren't able to push you the entire way because, with the exception of the Canes and the Trojans, you're probably the form team. So, you know, forty twenty seven with the the stupid penalties that give you more opportunities. I, I was happy with our result overall. I think, uh, I think Mark was too. Uh, so we'll move on. Hammerheads H two. Who wants to take that one? You go, please, Andy, because I wasn't there. No, oh, fantastic. Um, so game finished 53-20 to us. Um, better showing from us than the 27-20 we did last week. Um, Got to give it to the the Canes. They came out all, all well, all guns blazing, really. Um, pretty sure they, they uh, put two touchdowns on us in the first half. We went in 28-14 in the first half. And just to quickly address the, the point of the team that we started, um, we did exactly what we do every single week. We did rotate a few rookies into the squad, um, but we did that against the the Blues as well. We put out a very strong team, same starting lineup as we had done against the uh, Gators as well. And as I said, went in 28-14 up um, at the half. Uh, continued again with a few receptions from the rookies. So Josh Cox getting his first reception and Will Morgan getting his first touchdown as well. Got to give a quick shout out to those two. Um, and then they decided to put their rubbish QB2 on the centre, which is myself, um, and uh, a threw one to Luca as well. And of course, Carwin did a Carwin and, and put more touchdowns on the board for H2. Um, but it was it was a close contested game. I don't want to say that the scoreline was unfair because that does um, 
that makes the hammerhead sound like we didn't play well but we we turned up we played our our full game but h2 certainly gave us one hell of a battle and um got to give a shout out to hugh as well for roasting connor drennan down the sideline for a full length touchdown oh i heard about that he did someone on a hook and go didn't he at the start yeah, of the and- second half and absolutely destroyed them we have the video if he wants it. Oh, I would love to see that. I don't, I, I, all I got was Chad sending me a million messages saying, oh, you know, Hugh absolutely roasted someone on the hook and go. Um, hey, a fair play to Connor. He runs our defence. He's a very good, experienced, um, ex, well, I say ex-contact player. He plays for the Warriors as well. Um, but he, he admits himself that he bit very hard on that stop. And then Hugh was just gone. And um, yeah, ran it all the way in for a touchdown full length. Oh, it's put into it. You'll love to see it, yes. Oh, I'd love to see that. Send me that video over right away. Absolutely. <laughs> there's nothing be- There's nothing better than a corner of safety biting down hard on a fake. Unless you're that safety or corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connor's going to love me for saying that on the on this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, when you say give people shout outs, it's meant to be positively. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, so- Andy. You've just made Hugh my new hero. <laughs> brilliant. So the last game of the day uh, with the H2 hosts was the Trojans against the Gators Blue. Um, 21-6, I believe, was the final score. And some of the feedback I got off Mark is that we came out flat and we pretty much stayed like that the entire game. Andy, this is all you, pal. I wasn't here by this point. I I can't say I stayed for the game. I'm not going to lie to you. I do apologise. So after that in-depth analysis... (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, all, all I got from the boys is that we were flat. We 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 couldn't maintain drives. Uh, I mean, to be fair, holding uh, the Trojans to twenty-one points in any case is reasonable. Uh, it's just a shame that we couldn't carry on the way we played in the first game. But it is what it is, and uh, I think the Blues will be happy that they've got those set of games out of the way. They still got the Canes to come, which will be a wonderful experience for them, no doubt. But you know, otherwise they've got the the two other tougher games potentially out of the way. So it'll be interesting to see how they. Well, they still got the oranges to come. No, screw them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see how they go the rest of the season. So we will move on to Sunday. Gators, Orange, Canes, Coyotes. First game of the day, uh, we had the pleasure of um, going up against uh, Chris's boys again, the Hurricanes. Fifty-two-seven, uh, Chris. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Uh, that was massive improvement from you guys. Um, it was uh, he didn't give us so much respect. He didn't uh, back off us a good like 20, 30 yards like he had the first game day. Um, you know, we tried to limit our shorter passes and made Joe work around you a bit more, which is uh, no, it was good to play. The heat did make it hard though, especially with the, the six of us there. Yeah, you know? I, I I can appreciate that. I mean, I did say to Mike, it's a shame it couldn't have been the other way around because the state of you, the second half of the Coyotes game, I would have loved to have had a good go at it. But <laughs> I'll take advantage any way I can. Um, but no, I I think that after the first half, I mean, I think Dean was really upset because everything he threw in the first half was hitting people's hands and just magnetizing itself the ball to Joe. Well, it does Is have that... that. It does have that effect generally, doesn't it? Like. Uh, you know, you'll throw something slightly wayward, and Joe will just magically appear out of thin air, pick it off, and usually run for a. Yeah, but he, he was he was shoestringing pick, picks off, off. He was like, oh, there's there's a there's a little sort of dump over the middle. Oh, it's off somebody's hands. Oh, it's hitting the floor. No, no. My name's Joe, and I'm having this pick off you. Thank you very much. One of them was yeah. about an inch off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> 
we came back to the huddle as well. Well, I couldn't just let it go, could I? Was this excuse? Uh, if he was Chad's height, he wouldn't have got down in time. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, if it was my height, he'd have been jumping three foot. So, you know, it's <laughs> But yeah, I mean, after that first half, I, mean, I think Dean was a bit disappointed because, you know, <laughs> five picks, nearly all of them off sort of um, tip balls. I think he was a bit frustrated. Uh, so we, we sort of said, second half, it's nil-nil, let's win the second half. Do you know what I mean? And, and to be fair, we went out, we, we, I think uh, we had possession first, we drove, we scored, converted the extra point. Then I think you scored, so it was like 7 all in the second half, and we forgot it was like 32 nil first half, I'm not even counting that. <laughs> uh, but then the second drive that you scored on, um, I think it was probably our best defensive stand of the day. That, And this is only my view of it, but I think we gave... Joe and you guys, as much as we could, you got down to fourth and goal from about the 10 yards. We had Andy running around chasing Joe. Um, I don't know who the receiver was, but everybody was covering really well. And it was just a really well sort of like sandlot play with Joe getting out and dumping it off. I think it might have been to Andrew Jones even. Uh, yeah, he had a good game day. He's come back from, uh, from a long time off and uh, came to help us out with the heat because originally it was only going to be the five of us. And uh, Andrew Jones came back for the, from the heat and uh, <laughs> turned up and scored about three or four touchdowns himself. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, tw- we, yeah I, think it was, I think it was 21-7, second half. Uh, so, you know, if we could have replicated that in the first, uh, 42-14, considering uh, it was a 63-0 um, shellac in the last time out, uh, that's positive progress from my point of view. Uh, still on the wrong end of the scoreline, as, you know, in terms of being competitive, but... Uh, we 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 didn't sort of sit back and go, uh, you know, uh, it's Cardiff, it's Cardiff. We go. Yeah, no, and and no, and neither should anyone. You know, Costas was saying it about in the last podcast that people were just saw us and got nervous or got a bit standoffish and let us do our thing. No, just absolutely bring it and try and try and go for us every time. I I I, I do wonder though, Chris. I mean, and, and Mike and Andy, you can chime in on this. Uh, the reputation plays into it. I mean, obviously, you know, national champions uh, two times. You got Joe Costas, yourself. You know what I mean? You, you're all good quality players and athletes. Uh, and then when you lot open up an offense and take one play to score a touchdown, it, it kind of makes you think, "Shit, you know, the the talk is right." Like it, it backs up the sort of like um, the perception. Then, if you want, and it's it's tough for teams not to be intimidated. Sometimes I think you've got to have a a real good mentality of, no, no, screw that. We're still going to go at them. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? You, you, when you start scoring two, three, four touchdowns in the space of 10 minutes, you know, people start worrying about the scoreline. Yeah, I see what you mean there. I mean, it can, you know, the, the reputation can can come into it. But, uh, you know, you've all met us. We're not, you know, we're four normal blokes. There's nothing overly special about any of us. Well, you got Joe and Costas, who are just a bit insane. But like the, the rest of us, we're just there to have a bit of fun and there to do the best we can with what we got, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the ball gets dumped off to you. You just try and run up as, and do what you can. Um, right, uh, I, I, I like to think this year, we're like offensively, we've, you know, over the past couple of years, we've done really well. You know, we had um, Nick Keyes is here, obviously, this year because he's got a shoulder injury. And uh, unfortunately, Andrew Hickey has gone back to Canada. I mean, that offensive unit was absolutely insane. Um, it, you know, he's had me, Costas, Nick, Hickey, and then Joe at QB. We could just run circles around the best of them. Um, and this year, you know, we came, came on Sunday with the five of us. You know, Chad uh, doesn't usually play receiver, but he was playing on the on the right wide receiver a lot of the time. 
he had uh, Drew Smith, who historically has like hands like glass and you put it there, they shatter and he falls on the floor. But he was snagging absolutely everything and his roots were on point and he was running, running the field, he was. Yeah, it's uh, it's it was it was fantastic. It was for me. Uh, Drew was the was the standout player of the day. I I think he ball hawked uh, Dean like three times, where he just came, just pinched the ball like right on the fly, uh, through the middle and ran it in. He was uh, it was fantastic. He was. Was that performance worth cutting his hair though? I don't know, Mister L'Oreal himself. I mean, it mm. seemed to work with the. Uh, the lack of uh, yeah, but he can't drag. keep doing it every game day because it reaches a finite point. <laughs> Just keeps on growing it out, cutting it off, growing it out, cutting it off. I don't, I don't know what he did, but if he keeps on doing it, I tell you what, he's a uh, he's a he's a fantastic guy and he's a uh, he's a great player as well. And uh, honestly, he proved what he showed what he can do uh, that game day. And he yeah, his hands were brilliant. His roots were really good. It did drop that one touchdown, so we're valid for that. Yeah, it was open in the end zone. He had all the time in the world and dropped it. <laughs> where uh, if you give it to him in loads of uh, in coverage and he needs to beat a load of people he, uh, he catches it first time and then runs about 10 yards up the field so uh, yeah just throw it to him in coverage um, so we'll we'll jump to the second game and we, we've done far too much talking and Mike has been stoically sitting there waiting for this moment uh, Mike Keynes versus Coyotes yeah come on then give us give us your thoughts and um to be honest, we just didn't want to lose more than 69-0 or equal to 69-0 like we did last time out. Um, it helps that you guys have given a bit of a run around beforehand, to be fair. But um, yeah, 44-0 final. Um, Chris didn't score as many touchdowns on us, which was nice. Oh, we had a lovely showdown, though. We always do. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not facing off against you again this season. Be fair? Yeah. Um, I can't really scored most of your most of your touchdowns against us. To be fair, I think it was fairly spread, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I got. I think I got a couple. Reese got a couple. AJ Drew got quite a few, uh, got a couple of uh, receptions and touchdowns. So it was uh, Drew made an incredible catch, but I can't remember if it was against us or the Gators. I oh, made the, quite. End zone. He made quite a, quite a few. He was just snagging them absolutely everywhere. It was, it was yeah. really impressive on the day. Standout player for me by far. I mean, the, yeah. the, play, the play that stands out for me in that game, just purely because of its nonchalance, was deep in the second half, you've got um, Chad wide right, you've got Reese wide left. Reese's route running was sort of like emphasised by a little, little uh, acceleration off the line into a, a jog, into a walk, uh, <laughs> within about three yards. Uh, but the one play, it looked like you, you all just went, you know what, just do the snap and we're all going to walk off the line. And you all walked about five yards, and I don't know where Flo was, um, Mike, unless Joe was re- uh, running around and giving her the slip. But all of a sudden, you could see sort of like Chad sort of looking, saying, I, I gotta, I'm walking fast here, I got a chance here. And all of a sudden, Joe just goes, Go on in, Chad, go get it. Oh. <laughs> and he had to go from zero to 60 to try and catch it. To be fair, he did. But it was just so nonchalant and relaxed, oh, and now oh, we're not rushing. I've never seen anyone run like Chad. Like six feet long, then as as just casually jogs but covers the space, and uh, yeah, he just seems to be so slow, but he just seems to uh, to cover the entire length of the field. And, that anyone who's played QB against him can attest he's not slow. <laughs> you might look here, but he ain't. <laughs> okay, so we'll uh, we'll move on to the last game of the weekend, the highly anticipated rematch: uh, Coyotes versus Oranges. 
I think Mike was still having sort of like palpitations and uh, nightmares about the end of the last game day. A little bit of a change since then. You've uh, lost your starting QB. You've got a new yep. starting QB. The score wasn't as close as the first game, but performance-wise, were you happy with it? Yeah, considering the new QB had no time to uh, to prepare, but we thought may as well just chuck him in anyway, you know, give him the, give him the experience. Um, and just drops killed us, to be honest. Drops and missed tackles, which is two fundamentals in flag football, and we didn't do them, so we lost. But... And, and to be fair, our, our little Jake Williams sacking him, uh, sacking Titan five times didn't help in the first half. Oh, Jake was phenomenal at blitz. Um, again, Tynan hasn't had much experience in getting away from blitzers, but that's uh, yeah, take nothing away from Jake's performance. It was outstanding. Um, the game started well, obviously, because I picked six you and put the first points on the board. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was there. You, no, I know, sorry. you didn't pick six me. Pick six yeah, the right. Gators. <laughs> you had that opportunity later on, but no. Uh, yeah, it was. I think Dean knows he shouldn't have thrown back across his body, but you know, as QBs, you do things you shouldn't. Uh, but yeah, you took full advantage of that one. Yeah, appreciate that. Um... <laughs> And then it was pretty much downhill from there. You, I think you scored five touchdowns on the day off turnovers alone. Not necessarily pick sixes, although you did have one. I think CBL ran one back. Yeah, he did have the one. Um, but yeah, I think we only conceded sort of four from you in the game from your own five. And the rest were all a bit more difficult field position from our defensive perspective. Yeah, but those are going to happen. I mean, I'm I'm sure like Andy and Chris have been in situations where they get in good field position because their defense is playing well. Uh, shit happens sometimes, doesn't it? You know, you can't always rely on uh, shutting the offense down and making them start in a five. Yeah, unfortunately, that's we we do rely kind of heavily on that at the moment until the uh, the offense really clicks because the defense is doing quite well. I don't think the points we've conceded is indicative of the defense's performance. Like, no, I I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, we've played the Canes twice, which doesn't help, but because <laughs> that's like a hundred odd points just for those two games. Um, yeah, but then, bear in mind, all the other teams are still going to play the Canes as well. Yeah, I'll be interested to see where we where we land when everyone else has had those games. I think if you look at the stats, Mike, that the average score against uh, for the Canes is fifty to zero. So I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, I'm and that's right. in the Premiership. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't even recall the final score, Mike, if I'm honest. It was something like 40 uh, something, 13? 46 13. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, it wasn't a 46 13 game, but then it wasn't a 20 13 game either, if you're trying to see what I mean. Yeah. It wasn't comfortable, we... but it wasn't, apart from the first play, the first drive of the game where you pick six, this, it, you know, it wasn't overly stressful. Then. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of absolutely devastating plays where we were on second and inches on your goal line. Yeah. And um, you got picked twice in the end zone, I think, didn't you? Yeah. And both were drops, essentially. Um, the second and inches one, our backup center, because Hugo's in Ibiza. He, yeah, Wes just did the worst possible thing and batted the ball up into the air instead of either catching it or batting it down. Um, well, actually, he didn't even go up in the air. He essentially put it in the hands of your safety. So that was that was pretty devastating. Uh, and then we had one, I think it was Yai, and later in the game, did the same. Tried to catch it, flapped it about instead, and your defense it, it. was It was definitely a day for tip passes. Yeah. 
Yeah. There we go. Um, but yeah, drops. If you counted up our drops on the day, maybe it's a different game if they all of those don't happen. Um, shout out to, to Hish, Michael Hishables. He had a great game. Uh, he was him and Robsy pretty much were the bright sparks on offense. F- funny enough, I was going to give him a mention in the shout outs, um, but I will anyway, but for the reason being when we get there. Uh, um, Rob's you had a bit of a coming together with your safety as well, and I think that would have been a touchdown. But it's uh, it's one of those things you can't really. So we'll, we'll we'll wrap up the review there anyway. Um, so that leaves the the table, and I'm sure Andy's itching to tell me if I'm wrong. Um, Hurricanes won uh, six and zero. Oh. Um, Trojans and Hamheads five and one. Uh, points difference was second and third. Andy uh, Hammerheads. Points difference, 81 in second, and the Trojans are just behind with 62 in third. Okay, then you've got, um, I believe it's the the Blues and the Oranges, primarily because the Blues haven't played the Hurricanes yet. It certainly is. It's the, the Blues <laughs> Blues ahead of the Oranges by 100 points difference. Um, ah, that, that's two games against the against that the, is, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, Chris, Chris said that he thinks the average for teams is 50 nil. I've just worked it out, and I know teams haven't scored against them and some teams have scored more, but the average score for the Hurricanes this season so far is 55-4. <laughs> I'll take that. It's good work if you can get it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and makes our 44 nil sound all right. Uh, fifth is H2 with 1-5 and five, and then the Coyotes at the bottom at the moment, 0-6. You haven't jumped back in, so it must be them right. Absolutely. Happy days. Um, so before we move on to the previews for the next game day, which is on the thirty-first uh, of July, we'll go around everybody for some shout-outs for some people who stood out on the games for you. Uh, we'll we'll start with uh, Mike, and then we'll go to you, Chris, because you can cover both game days that you were in attendance with. Uh, so Mike, who stood out for you, your team and other teams, if you want to, if you want to give some praise anywhere. On our team, um, the running backs Hish and Robsy both were great they they turned out easy yardage to be honest um and Hish scored his first touchdown which is nice against you guys um and and Tynan to be honest because he he kept it together obviously it didn't go our way in either game and he just had a great attitude throughout and he kept going so fair play to him he's never played it before um and he did a great job on your side Jake Williams at Blitz uh, made our lives very difficult and obviously the Canes are just the Canes. Joe was ridiculous on the day, and yeah, that's uh, it's hard to single out any Canes player because all of them make it look so easy. And AJ stepping back in after all that time out, and he he's caught a few. Um, yeah, I, I I I will I will echo what you say about the Canes. That talent level aside, uh, in that heat, just the six of you, it was brutal, lads, and. Full respect. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was hard enough with a squad of 12 or like 18, 19 as Mike had. We're six of you. <laughs> yeah, Fair it play. A, it was a bit warm, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, but then fun. you ref with a frigging hoodie on, so you got no, you got no <laughs> sense, you haven't. Oh, no. It was a very light hoodie and I just didn't want a sunstroke, so I was just like, oh, I was sweating absolute guts through it, though, so I can't really say anything about that. There's some a... wonderful photos that I wish would disappear from the internet. Yeah. Oh, talking of photos. Seeing you guys sitting in the stands eating your ice creams and then knowing that we were going to play you or a press was fun as well. It's all right. I've seen that picture and I said, yeah, well done. You, you look all relaxed, enjoying the, enjoying the game. 
you've just made yourself a ref crew for the next game day. <laughs> um, Chris, uh, anybody, um, obviously you aside, and any other teams over the weekend that stood out? Oh, so um, Coyotes wise, after you got to say a big shout out to their QB Matthew to Tynan. Um, there was one point where we're like, you know, we just let him throw, let him throw, and then all of a sudden he wound up this hell of an arm. I mean, it did take him about four seconds to take it all the way back and bring it through. But he absolutely launched it the entire length of the field and nearly hit your receiver. Who I think it hit his hands and he dropped it. Yeah, and because uh, he'd, he'd thrown it over Joe as well, and then we all went back to the huddle and Joe was like. Yeah, we better cover that deep ball then. Uh, yeah, so we uh, so we gave a bit more respect and uh, and and covered that deep deeper pass quite a bit. So it's a fair play there. As far as Gators go, I mean, you got to give it that that shout out to, to Matt Burke. Is it Burke or Bork? Burke. 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 Matt, Matt Burke. Um, yeah, um, he's he is cracking player. Fair one. He he he, uh, he did mug both me and Drew off in one of his little runs. So he, I think. He, I don't know if he was running back and he took it past uh, past me and me and Drew. And then uh, Joe tackled him uh, just after. But uh, yeah, so so fair fair one to him. As far as the um, as Kane's one go, um, my, my man of the day has got to be um, got to be Drew for both both sides of the ball. You know, he's really, really stepped up with trying to, uh, you know, interceptions on defence and uh, really running the ball and, and worked on his roots and his hands on offence. So, uh, so fair play to him. Okay. Um, what about on the Saturday game day? The Saturday game day, um, as far as uh, like the Hammerheads go, you mean like Ash? Uh, you know, he's 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 a really good QB. He's uh, uh, I would take take Joe out of contention because we, he's recruited like, again. He's recruited again. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say take Joe out of contention. He's he's the best QB uh, QB in the league, but obviously. I'm. I'm never going to put anyone higher than Joe. Um, absolutely fantastic, and he really does well with the people that he's got. Um, it can even make uh, Andy look good, which is something to behold. Um, Again, then... I'm staying muted for that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shots I know when you can get Andy Cooper to score touchdowns, you uh, you must really be a good QB. Um, and then uh, Gators. I have to say, uh, Mark Studley, other than uh, taking people down and grabbing. Uh, grabbing shorts, but which I didn't see. Uh, I thought he, he he led the team really well with the Gators, and uh, yeah, yeah, kept a lot of cool heads and a lot of, in the hot weather. Um, as far as the H two are concerned, uh, people have talked about Hugh and people know about Carwin and Liam from the Celts days, but the pe- two people that I really want to talk about is uh, Dan Bestwick and uh, Lauren Aldaker, um, who run that right hand side of our defense. And I tell you what, Lauren has come on absolute leaps and bounds. Uh, she lives just around the, around the corner from me and I'd get a message every like two days during lockdown saying, can we throw the ball around? Can we do this? Can we do this? Can we go train? And uh, honestly, she's come on absolutely amazingly, both both on offence and uh, defensive tackling is really spot on a positioning. So uh, a big shout out to her. And Dan um, is really uh, taking a massive leadership role as part of that H2 team with, um, with Hugh. And uh, he looks really good and he's, he's doing a great job. Uh, coaching and helping out the other players that are less experienced than himself. Yeah. I'm, I'm biased, but i got a soft spot for Dan. I'm glad he's back in football in some shape, in some capacity. I nagged him to come and train with us. I'm just glad he's back because he's, he's a lovely hey, guy. He's too good. No, yeah, he's, he's too good not to be involved. Do you know what I mean? So I'm glad he's, he's back involved. You know, a great player and an even better guy. He's, uh, yeah. he's 
lovely to have a training and he's a, he's a great person to be around. And I tell you what, he's, he's what he's doing with the defense there and, uh, and helping out safety, you know, uh, propping up Lauren, at, you know, when she's at corner in front of him. They're, you know, they're a really strong, uh, strong team on that right hand side where they play together. And yeah, I go up against them in training quite a bit. And it takes quite a bit to get past them, I have to say, because they, yeah, they do work together really well. Uh, Andy? I'll start off with uh, Hammerhead, just again. Everyone said it, but shout out to Ash. I mean, throwing 10 touchdowns, uh, eight extra points and rushing a touchdown in as well. I mean, in that heat, just very impressive. Um, again, Harley, uh, as always, four touchdowns, two extra points. Uh, he passed for a touchdown and an extra point as well from receiver, um, from a lateral pass. Um, Got to give shout outs to uh, Richard Harris and Alex Thomas because they swapped positions this weekend. Um, Richard throwing seven touchdowns instead of catching them like he normally does, and Alex catching five touchdowns um, from playing QB for the last two two weeks. So fair play to them. Um, I was going to give a shout out to Chris Jones for his stats, but that can go away now. Uh, no, fair play to Chris again. Four touchdowns and one extra point. Being that short, it's got to uh, take some sort of a challenge. But there we go. No fair play. And um, the last one, just stats wise, it's got to be uh, Joe again. Chris has said it, but eleven touchdowns, seven extra points, and he caught a touchdown as well. To be, I, I think he's twelve. Let me just double check that he's twelve points clear of Ash for touchdowns thrown this season already. And if you look at the other guys in his team who have thrown touchdowns, you've got Dylan's thrown one. Um, uh, who else? You've got Reese has thrown one. Like he, he isn't the only one scoring passing touchdowns in that team. And he is still 12 touchdowns clear. He's just out of this world. Um, and then on defense, I know you're going to say it as well, Dale, but I'm just going to say it for um, the sake of it. You've got CBL from the Gators game. Um, obviously catching three interceptions and a pick six on top of that. Apparently it was four. Well, it's three interceptions and a pick six according to the stat sheet, but he can correct, he can correct me on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can argue with that, but he said, Oh, I had four. (laughs) Well, in that case, he needs to take one off someone else because, uh, I've got the correct (laughs) amount of, uh, interceptions. I'm surprised he can remember what day he was to be in the same (laughs) season. I think he did, you know, I think he picked, us three times and he picked the Canes. Oh, fair enough. Um, was that including the pick six? Yeah, one of his three against us was a pick six. Yeah, and that's that's the a pick six doesn't count as an interception. It's its own stat. Of course stat. it does. Yeah, no, it's it its own stat. No, it's an interception. No, if you have a pick six, that's an interception and a and touchdown. A pick six. Yeah. What, so you're going to give him four interceptions including a pick six? Well, yeah, yes. the pick six is an interception. It's a different okay. category. Okay, I can change that if uh, you're all that desperate for him to be up the uh, power rankings. As but the um, only, as the only defender on this call, I defend. well, if that's the case, Mike, Mike, you 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 didn't have an interception against us. Well, you said a pick yeah, six. Yeah. It's more what? important. The pick six is more important than the interception. But the pick but six is a bloody interception, Andy. However, on top <laughs> of that, drama on this call. <laughs> on top of that, drama. um, Jake Williams, five sacks in one game. May I add? to get defensive it, player of the I, week. I'll, I'll, I'll double down on that in one half. One half? He didn't get the Tynan in the second half. Blimey. Tynan, Tynan learnt to, uh, yeah. to move away from him. He was close a few times, but no, he didn't He didn't snag one in the second half. If he did, he might have got one in the second half. But I don't think he did. 
there was a couple of times where he was very, very close, but uh, Matt just got the ball out, I have to say, because I was standing right behind him and I was very close to calling it, but he did get him out just. So it could have been more, but uh, it was just yeah, a fraction yeah. of a second out. He learned, he learned quite quickly in the game, Simon, to be fair. To, to, go, to go from offensive gator of the week in week one to the league's defensive player of the week in week three, that's just it's a very weird but impressive change. <laughs> Um, so before we might check mine out and we go on to your um, players of the week for flag football wheels then. Um, but Liam apparently had another good game. Um, he, he's, he's played well in all three game days so far from uh, from all. Uh, Jan again, just uh, just generally being a menace. Uh, Keenan showed how he's as elusive as he is, if anybody's met him, in the nicest possible way. He's not a lithe little stick boy. How he manages to make people miss, I still don't understand, but he's very, very good at it, to be fair to him. In terms of the Sunday games, because I don't think it's fair to me to comment on the rest of the Saturday games, I didn't see them apart from the stats, and Andy's already hit you with those. Um, I thought Dean struggled a bit, but grew into the grew into the game day, and it was a shame he had to go off to do Warriors training because I think second half, yeah, I think he could have been worse for if it was if it was Dean on me, Mike. Yeah. Chris had a great game, considering Chris is like I want to be a QB. <laughs> what he does at receiver and safety it baffles me. Uh, he's such a talented boy, um, Matt Burke. He's going to be unbearable after this, Andy. But yeah, Matt again, outstanding. Oh, I didn't um, shout him out today. He's going to be annoyed. Matt Burke, shout out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, it's night and day from like eighteen months, two years ago, um, and he is—he's—he's he's, he's kind of like um, a younger, more—I keep using the word lithe, but he's a younger, more lithe version of Andy Joseph, and he's a threat to take it the outs every time. Um, it's very Peters, good player. Very good player. Jesus, he is going to be unbearable. Um, <laughs> Peth getting her first points uh, ever. Her snapping's really improved the, this this uh we just gotta get her to catch consistently now. Ryan Tandy got his first uh, interception. Uh, didn't involve a broken finger this time either, which is always a bonus. Uh and in terms of the other teams, I mean the canes are the canes. I'm I'm not gonna give you guys praise, you get enough of it. Uh, oh come on. That's my answer. but all credit where it's due. I mean, you know you won player of the week last last game week, uh, Chris and Judging you on two drops, <laughs> but yeah, another good game day. Joe infuriating, even when you think you've got. It. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just consistency, and and to be fair, like you said, Drew, he's a defender in my eyes, but he didn't lock in on Sunday, so you know, fair play to him. Uh, and in terms of the Coyotes, um, I finally had the pleasure of facing Flo as a blitzer. Uh, she only got me once, uh, but yeah, she is rapid. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, what's his? What did you say his name? What was the guy that scored a touchdown for you again? Remind me. Hiss. Um. Yeah. How he? How he? He mugged CBL off, and CBL stood there like the ball wasn't <laughs> in his hands. Um. Yeah. That he he did well to polish that off. And, and to be fair, on short notice, um, not playing a position before, I thought Tyner did really well as well. Um. Uh, there's there's a lot of promise there, and I think with time repetition, I I think you'll do well if you. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's move on to the previews. Stato, are you still with us? Oh, certainly am. On mute, but certainly am. Um, give me previews next. Playing the same day. Um, I'm assuming you've got the fixtures in front of you. 
Yeah, it starts off with the uh, the Cardiff Hurricanes inter-team game, um, which should be a very interesting start, uh, followed by okay. the Gators. Oh, sorry, yeah. you want to talk? Yep. Quick, not, quick round the table, I want a prediction. Uh, so go on. So you're reading them out. Do you give me a prediction for the game? Uh, Cardiff Hurricanes won. I, d- I don't think they're going to want to end um, <laughs> I anything you were just... but 12 and 0. I thought you were just <laughs> Cardiff say Hurricanes. Cardiff Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris? Oh, I'm going to steal the answer. Cardiff Hurricanes is the, is the real winner in that game. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful moment for both Ooh. teams. Nah, um, we're going to win some. <laughs> Mike. Uh, obviously, Kane's won. Oh, obviously. Oh, if one goes to say disrespectful. Oh, that is. Oh, mate, that's some shade there. I tell you what. Wow. I'm not going to be happy with you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's going to be all over you, Mike. Yeah. Chris, Chris, just don't start your second team, all right? Don't start your rookies <laughs> against um against H2. <laughs> start H2 against H2. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> The interesting one for me, um, oranges versus blues, yeah? Yeah. Okay, go on then. We'll do the same. Uh, yeah, you and Burke are going to hate me for this, but only because I've played them twice and they've they've done better against us than you have. I know you were very heavily injured in the first game, but I'm going to have to go with blues. Okay, Chris. See, if you'd asked me last week, I'd have said blues, but after what I saw this week... Yeah, I, I'm going to go oranges with it. Okay, Mike. Uh, I'm going to go oranges as well. I think, and like like Chris, I think that would have been a different a different thing a week ago. And when that's we the out the game out and beating you. But, you know. I haven't seen the oranges play since game week one when they had so many injuries. They were starting a load of backups. So I, I'd love to love to be wrong. I think. Having Dean as QB and Burke, by the way, CBL, CBL doing what he's doing. Um, yeah, I think that offense is it's going to be good. Uh, but I don't, and uh, I don't think that their their starting defense will uh, will be able to keep them out. To be honest, okay, I think it'll be a good game. You, you see that? I think it's going to be the other way around. Oh, can our okay. orange de- can our orange defense keep the Blues offense out? I mean, if if Jake plays like he did, then he's going to give them troubles on on offense. Yeah, and our guys are really looking forward to playing Jan as well. <laughs> oh, um, we, didn't, we, I, I, we, we didn't get. Go on. I was going to say we didn't get your answer for the Canes game. You've got to give us a uh, an answer oh, for this one. Hurricanes. Lovely fence to sit on. Sorry, Blues. Uh, game three. Oranges versus H two. Okay, Andy. After after what you guys have just said about the oranges, with obviously Dean CBL, but I, I'll go with the oranges. Game, Chris. Uh, I'm back in H two for this one all the way. You know, we've played you twice now, so we can help them out in training. I, uh, I think we got your number. Well, call me. Um, Mike? <laughs> uh, oranges. Dean, Dean really looks like he's settling into flag now. Like the, his <laughs> performance <laughs> in this week compared to the last one was... Uh, and the last game, I'm assuming, then is um, Blues versus the Canes. I will have to go with the Canes for this one. Okay. 
Chris, going to shock the world? Yeah, I don't think that um, our Cardiff defence will uh, will match up against the Blues offence. To be honest. No, I'm joking. It's going to be Hurricanes one every time, isn't it? I'll get in front of Mike and I'll say, I'd like to see the Blues put a performance in. Uh, I'd like to think they can perhaps keep you a little bit tight. Uh, it's better they can punch in a few scores against you. I'll go. I'll go and say that you're not going to score fifty on them. That's my prediction, uh, Mike. No, uh, Hurricanes. So okay, your prediction and... is less than fifty, Dale. Yes. Okay, I'll have a word with you after this podcast. Personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to I'm going to cheat and I'm going to say it's, in, it's points difference. Points difference. Okay. Right. Challenge accepted, Dale. Just having a quick look. Uh, and the only team only team to have kept. In fact, no, there are two teams to have kept, Troj- kept the Canes Trojans under uh, 50 this season. And that was my no. one part. Tro- uh... Oh, no, it was. Yeah, but no, I was going to say the Cotes. Cotes kept him to 44. So they've they've kept him to the best team, uh, best score this season. There you go, Mike. Yeah, the oh, Coyotes had a six-man called The Sun. <laughs> it, it was pretty brutal I have to say that day yeah that 44 stats, stats yeah exactly it doesn't feature in stats yeah stats don't lie Mike uh, fair one asterisk six man sin uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's supposed to be the game day it's Swansea again down in Elba hopefully oh, it'll nice. be sunny this time rather than horizontal wind and freshly uh, freshly mowed grass <laughs> absolutely uh-huh. So the first game of the day is the Hammerheads against the Coyotes. Okay, Andy, uh, got to back the Hammerheads. I, I can't say. I think we played the Coyotes once over two years ago, um, back when they very first started. I don't remember the score, um, but I can't say I've seen them play since. However, I've got to got to back my boys. Okay, uh, Chris, oh, I'm going for a huge upset. I reckon Mike and his boys are going to do it. Mike, make sure your flags are on your hips, mate, because there's going to be pick sixes uh, for you there. I appreciate that, Chris. I, yeah. I mean, okay. I want to say that, but Swansea going to win. <laughs> I just mugged him onto mute. You have. <laughs> Good. Well, hopefully you can sort it out. I, I think it's fair to say you'll probably back his coyotes. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to I'd love to call an upset. Um I think it might be tighter than people will think, but I think the Hammerheads will have a too much in their locker offensively for the Coyotes. Uh, is the Trojans versus the Coyotes? Oh, back to back. Now, <laughs> Ross and the Trojans are not going to appreciate me saying this, but I think of all we got this weekend, this is probably the one game the, the Trojans have got available, obviously. Sorry um, about that. My internet just cut out. That's all right, buddy. Uh, but if the Coyotes can put a performance together, and uh, Tynan doesn't throw picks or throw against Rich, it would be a start, but doesn't throw picks and looks after the ball a bit, and the, the Coyotes can slow down that offence, I think there's a potential for an upset there. And I'll say that the Coyotes are going to beat the Trojans. Oh. I, I was going to say exactly the same as you. Uh, mine is for slightly different reasons, because... Um, obviously we play the Trojans straight away after uh, I would really like them to come in really disheartened um, with the Coyotes running right on the day um, I, I as you say um, the Trojans it all does depend on who turns up on the day they bought a 
quite a different variance of squad each game day as well. And obviously switching QBs. Um, I think if the Coyotes turn up with a full strength squad, um, I know it's quite a trek for them, but I guess it's even further for the Trojans. If if the Coyotes turn up and play their ball and, and Tynan manages to keep possession a bit more than he did at the weekend just gone, then yeah, I will go with the Coyotes. Okay, Chris? Um, sorry, Mike. I'm going to have to back the Trojans on this one just because they've got so much more experience. I know they're switching week in, week out. And... Uh, you know, I'm the first one to tell you that, you know, your, your squad is massively talented and, like, has so much uh, potential going forward. But it's still got those, like, literally those rookie mistakes, you know. Yeah. Like, Tynan's yeah. getting the ball to the hands, but they're dropping it, you know. They're they're tipping it up. And if you, you know, as you go on in the next couple of seasons, you're going to iron those differences out. And uh, you're gonna be, you are going to become a force of a team in Wales. But at the moment, because there's that inconsistency there with, you know, your, your QB receiver connections and... You know, your defence is looking strong, don't get me wrong. But it's it's that offence is a bit too weak against a very experienced Trojans team, which I think will let you down on that one. So, uh, as much as I want to back you, mate, it's going to have to be the Trojans there. Okay, and then Mike? Um, <laughs> if our offence can, can look after the ball and if our receivers start actually make, making the catches that they need to is the, the difficult contested ones, not even the contested ones sometimes, let's be honest. Um, I think we can we can do something. I'm, I'm pretty confident with our defence. And obviously we know Richard Harris and we know what a threat he is. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and back us. Why not? We're 0-6. What have we got to lose at this point? Yeah. I, I, think at the, I think at the very least it's going to be competitive. I don't think it's going to be that hits you uh, a 30 45 blowout. No, no. I, ho- I hope not. And um, I'd like to think we've surprised, uh, other than the Hurricanes, we've surprised most of the teams we've played, at least with how hard we pushed them. Um, so hopefully we can do the same to the Trojans and maybe the Hammerheads because they blew us out when they played us for affiliation. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but my, my uh, I'm not. But the difference between last December in the in the shitty rainy weather to the last two game days is now. Do you know what I mean? That's a six month period with which included lockdown. Do you know what I mean? So you've grown in that six month period. Also, the drama that's happened over the last couple of weeks that you've managed to overcome is uh, you know substantial oh, drama? change to your team. <laughs> I I'm not going to comment any further on that. Um, but you know, fair play for what you did for this this game day, and uh, yeah, much respect. Appreciate that, Chris. It was a uh, it was a bit of a mid season reset, which we didn't need. But um, yeah, we'll work through. You know, and as far as you going against uh, H one is concerned, the team performance was you know was a much better standard, and you learned from uh, as far from what we saw. You very much learned from what you uh, mistakes you did against us the first game day. So yeah, probably well done. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay, game game day uh, game day game three. Uh, final game of the day is obviously the uh, Hammerheads versus the Trojans. Um, just this is say, the interesting one. This is this is the one that I think is going to. Oh, this is obviously the one that's going to determine second place. Like, it's, it's the two teams in second. I guess we've got to play them again in week six as well. Um, but I'm just looking at the table here, and you're looking at the 218 points Hammerheads points for against 156 points for Trojans and then you're looking at 
our points against, we've conceded 137 and the Trojans are only conceded 94. So I personally, I don't think our offense is going to have too much of an issue scoring. We don't often have too much of an issue scoring, even managed to put the most points out of anyone on the Canes as How well in that? the first game week. It was only 19, uh, 19, um, 17, I think. One sec. 13. Uh, one touch, uh, two touchdowns. It keeps, it keeps and it going down, doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's actually three. No, uh, 13. <laughs> 13, um, which, I mean, two do, touchdowns. Yeah, both from Alex Thomas. I, do we have it? Do we I have think it's going to be the hammerhead. Do we want to go 12? Should we go 12? Anyone left? <laughs> um, I, I think that our offence is going to be able to put points on Trojans. I think it's going to be whether our defence can keep out the Trojans' offence, um, personally. But I will, yeah. I'll obviously back the Swansea I, Hammerheads. I think we'll do it. And I, I'm sure I will upset Swansea Camp when I say this. And not David, but... And this is not meant in any way as a slight, but your offense compared to your defense at present, your off- if your offense is a five star, your defense isn't quite matching up to your offense yet. Uh, oh, and so I think every, if, everyone in the team, everyone in the team will agree with you there. The offense that we have um, is very strong, um, especially with Ash. Uh, in flag, having someone like Ash, um, as Chris said, in the league, other than Joe, he is the best QB in the league. And it, it changes an offense, it absolutely does. Um, on the defence, we do have very strong defence, uh, defensive players individually. They're not quite clicking as a team yet. And we have conceded a few deep touchdowns that we didn't want to concede. But yeah, I mean, no one's going to disagree with you there, Dale. Yeah, and, and, and you know, the offence has progressed much quicker, much further than the defence has at the moment. And that's your Achilles heel at present, is that you can score, is keep teams coming back at you, is, is your, your, your weaker point then, if you want. Yeah, and as you say, our, our offense has developed quicker. Our offense has been developing over the last kind of three, three and a half, four years, whereas our defense has really started to come on leaps and bounds from where it was since Conor yeah. Drennan has joined and, and sorted it out. So give give him another year or two, and I think we'll um we'll have as good a defense as offense. But yeah, I do agree with you. I think it is going to be the Trojans' offense versus our defense that will sort out that game. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Andy, I've uh, I've heard your offense being uh, referred to as a juggernaut. Um, <laughs> that's is that's that's what oh, I've heard. Andy, so shit off Paul again. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, a juggernaut offense. And uh, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I've never heard that mentioned before. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> I, I said this to Paul on on Saturday. Gone are the days where Swansea can turn around and go, "Oh, you know, we're only a small team. We're still learning." No. Own up to the fact that you're a big team in Wales now and you're pushing for promotion, you're pushing yeah. for that premiership place. Of course. That's of what course. you guys need to do now. Yeah, um, and we, we all and want the way to. to and... do that, the way to do that is to defence wins games, man, because because flag is such a, a high-powered offence and you yep. know it's constant scoring back and forth. If you can get one, two stops, you win the yeah. game. It's, ex- yeah. you know, it's exactly how, how we're a strong defence built that. It's funny you say quickly drop back to the Blues against the Hammerheads last weekend. Had we not committed those two penalties, that result could have been, been different. Different game. Yeah. But then you look at the second that half. Be, that stop being defensive. I'm just saying. Uh, no. That can sometimes be the difference. And there's potentially two two less scores on the board. But we didn't. We allowed them. And that's why it ended up 40 points to 26. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I wasn't being defensive that day. I was just going to say that your point in the first half of if you'd have stopped us and then we went on and we made those two stops in the second half back to Chris's point two stops wins a game like that, yeah. that that's how that game was won um, we got lucky in the first half with those and I say lucky I, I don't <laughs> want to put it down to luck but no we, we got lucky yeah. with 
with the um the contact on Ash. Yes. And the contact on Harley. They, and then in the second half we we picked off two yeah. plays and um and it turned the game. Yeah, there's an element of ill discipline, but it is what it is. It yeah. happens in it. So you're gonna have heads, Chris. Let's put you on the spot. Totally impartial, probably gonna ref. Oh, probably I'm gonna oh I'm not there, am I? No, he's not there, no. I'm not there. I no, could, you've probably still turned ref. That'll be be Mike <laughs> refing. Oh Mike, yeah, that's gonna be a hard one to ref, that is. Um it's hard because yeah, your offense your offense is so good. But you know, it, it depends if what side of the ball Richard Harris is playing, if he's got back to receiver, if he's not injured and they can get the ball to him and they can give him it. I think they've got so many players on their offense that can move the ball. And I think that you see that, Chris. You see that. He was paid quarterback. I don't get me wrong. It's not a knock on Rich, but when he just paid quarterback, I'm like, mm, your best receiver, yeah. quarterback, didn't make much of a difference. To be fair, hey, it worked for Coyotes. <laughs> their best <laughs> receiver played. Their best receiver played quarterback uh, on the weekend, and uh, look, you know they they, they put, put up some great performances. So. Uh, you know, yeah, Joe, Joe gave me some good advice on that one, to be honest, because I was worried about losing sort of a talented receiver to QB. And Joe yeah. made a very good point. If you don't have the QB to get it to the receiver, what's the point? So. Yeah, yep. It's, uh, you know, like with Andy saying, with Ash being there, it's made all the difference. You know, you can have all the talent in the world to get, you know, in as far as like receivers are concerned, running routes. And if you've got no one to get it to the hands, there's literally no point, you know. <laughs> it's difficult. I... I've just known Trojans longer, and I just, I just think on defensively they're stronger than your defense. So I think that's what's going to, uh, that's what's going to swing it. I've been back in Trojans a lot, actually. I've been talking them up, so I'll, I'm, I'm back in Trojans on this. It's, it's a controversial one. So there's the headline to take back to Swansea, then um, Andy. Hurricanes think that your defense isn't good enough. Oh, absolutely. Offensive oh. juggernaut, but our defense isn't good enough. I heard it from Chris Jones. That's um, that's an insult right there. <laughs> hey, well, you know, you, you have scored the most points against us. That's so all right. I heard what you guys have said, but the team that makes the most stops on defense or the turnovers is the team's going to win that game. It's good. It's almost going to be like an old fashioned shootout, I think. Yeah, but you'll be you'll be happy to know that the final game of the season is the Trojans versus the Hammerheads. It's on the Sunday after your game day on the Saturday, he- uh, hosted by the Coyotes. So it is literally oh, the final game hosted? of the season. Where's it hosted? Uh, uh, where the, yeah, where we host normally the, oh, the ECC right. campus. Yeah, sweet. Okay, well, that about wraps it up. Is there anything anybody wants to say? Do shout out. Um, Tell somebody off before we wrap up. Oh, I've got one thing to say. Um, it was brought up by Mark on uh, on Sunday. Um, you guys were winning by, and the mercy rule was in place. And then yeah. uh, Mark was like, oh, can we still use our, t- uh, our timeouts? And I was like, Mark, you're 30 points ahead. It's a mercy rule. Why are you going to stop the clock and run up the, and run up the, uh, the score? Do you think you should do that? Because I think it's a bit of a dick move. What do you think? Hang on, what was, what was the game? It was uh, Coyotes Gators. They were 30 really? points ahead. They were wow, over right. 30 points ahead. And they were asked if, you know, you can... Let me ask you this. I kind of see where you're coming. But I'll just put it in this, in this, in this way then, right? And I, I've had to go to Andy over this and we're taking knees and friendlies, right? It's a league game. If, if points don't matter, why are we keeping score? Okay, in respect, 
with uh, Friendly, Hurricanes. fully agree with you. But in a yeah. league game, if you can score 100 points, you score 100 points. And any team doing that to us. And the Oranges are 100 points behind the team that are level um, with them. They, they need the points. And I, I know, obviously, it's the same team, so it's Oranges and Blues, but like you are 100 points behind the Blues. So in theory, and you say they were 30 points ahead, they only finished three points um, sorry, 33 points ahead of the Cody's at the end of the game. So it must have been right at the end of the game, was it? Yeah, it was the I think we scored the last touchdown. I think we scored the last touchdown with about four or five minutes to go and then the Coyotes drove and then we had the ball back just under two minutes. In that case, I'm yeah, I'm completely with you there, Dale. I think in a league game, and again, in a friendly, I was the one that took the knee because at the end of the day, <laughs> we, we wanted to win because, I mean, yes. a, a game's a game. Like you, yeah. you, you come away from a game, whether it's a friendly and you're you're seventy nil up, or whether it's a, a development game and you you're drawing seven all with with a couple of seconds to go. Like if you've come into that game with a goal, which is the win, and you want to take a knee because it guarantees your win, then you've got your goal. If you come in with a with an aim to like score as many points to catch a team above you in the league. Take your timeouts. You, they're there for you to I, use. What's the point of them if you don't use them? I, I, I genuinely think it's just as simple as if it's a friendly game and we're beat, we're playing a coyote. Just go another touchdown. Do anything for either team? No, not really. It's you know you're, you're playing friendlies because you want to win, obviously. But you know it's it's learning, it's practice, it's development. In a league, we count scores, we count points for, we count points against. You know, I mean, you you and the Trojans are going head to head. That one extra touchdown in garbage time might be the difference between finishing first, second, or third. Yeah. Uh, in a league, it matters. So, you know, I don't like the mercy rule. I think 30 points is too low because all you're doing is depriving teams of reps. All right. I'll bear that in mind. Interesting to uh, no. hear Mike's side of things, considering it was against him. <laughs> um, I didn't actually know that had happened, to be fair. So he must have been, must have been on the down there asking about the, uh, the timeouts. I think we stopped him, though. Without yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we run the ball once, um, and a shitty pass from me as well. Yeah. But no, I... four yards now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's our job. So it's you, you're going to try and <laughs> if you're going to try and run the score up on us, then our defense needs to stop you. You know, so it's still a competitive yeah, game. Even if we have already lost at that point, so you know. I, 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 even, I even said to our lot um, after the last game day when we said we're playing the Canes again that whether we score 16 points or 28 points, whether you score 20 or 150, it doesn't matter. We've got to play the best we can. We've got to stop you. We've got to score. And at the end of the day, using, using your touchdowns at the end of the game, if, if you're already 30-plus points up then practice your last two-minute drill. You, you don't get to practice it very often if, like, if you're desperate for the score. So, so practice your two-minute drill. Practice using your timeouts. Practice getting those short yards, making the first down, getting out of bounds. Yeah, I'd like I to add all the I... talk of uh, QB kneeling is triggering me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the memes. Uh, oh. oh, the. I wasn't at the game day. I wish I'd been there. Uh, I wish I'd been there. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that's a conversation something. for off yeah. here, though. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike's getting flashbacks. So let's get off this subject quickly. This is Vietnam style, <laughs> Well, that, all that remains is for me to say uh, thanks to uh, Andy, 
to Dr. Jones, finally got him on, uh, and to Mike from the Coyotes for joining us. Um, hope we haven't rambled on and bored you too much. Uh, we'll be back after the 31st, hopefully with the heat waves gone, for some more action and to discuss uh, the week four game days. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Dale. Thanks, Dale. Cheers, everybody. Bye. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customized sportswear supplies.